Welcome to the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast, episode 336. Hello, everyone. Tom Brassell here. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, we say it almost every time. If you're a first-time listener or a long-time subscriber, or maybe you find yourself somewhere in the middle, it doesn't matter. We are just glad that you're with us. Our special guest today joins us courtesy of our friends at Callaway Golf, PGA Tour veteran Mark Leishman. Mark, thanks so much, man. It's great to have you with us. Yeah, no worries. Good to have a chat. Well, I took a look back. We're in episode 336, I think, or something like that. In 335 episodes, we've interviewed one person from Australia. And you can guess who that was, the great white shark. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's a, that's a, well, I'm in pretty good company then. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Mark, we all know the great white shark story, Greg's story, about how he got started in the game. Take us back to your youth in Australia and how you fell in love with this great game. Yeah, well, I played every sport growing up. Um, cricket, football, I surfed, uh, a bit of tennis, golf, obviously, and then just fell in love with golf. Um, I was probably better at golf than, than any, any of the other ones. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just loved it. Um, you know, wh- where I grew up was, was by the ocean, a pretty... Um, cool-ish climate for Australian standards and just a a small country town. So um, it was, yeah, a good spot to grow up. Uh, Once I sort of turned 15, that's when I really started taking golf seriously. And and then, uh, you know, obviously everything went on from there. Well, everyone over here knows how hard it is for a kid to make it to the PGA Tour Talk about what you went through because that's that's even some more additional steps coming from out of the country and what you did to lead uh, pave the way to get on the on the tour. Yeah, so I um, started off on the you know went to tour school in Australia and, and got my card there. I went to US Q school and missed. I went to Asian Q school and missed, and then um, in about six months after I turned pro, I had my Australian tour card, but there was only about ten events there. So I went to the Korean KPGA Q School um, in Malaysia. So it was a foreign Q School, um, but only only for foreigners. So they gave out five cards there. Uh, I finished third in that Q School, and then spent you know ten or fifteen weeks up in Korea that year playing that tour. Made enough money. I had a win. Had a had a you know fair few good finishes, and made enough money to to get over to America where I really wanted to be and um, do the Monday qualifiers for what's now the Corn Ferry Tour. So, um, you know, did the, did the hard yards, um, you know, staying in the, the budget, budget motels, you know, $30 a night with, with a couple other guys and driving to all the tournaments. But, um, you know, doing all that stuff, it just really makes you appreciate where I am now and what I've got now. And, um, you know, never, I never take it for granted for that reason. So I think that it was as hard as it was. Um, it was also a lot of fun and, um, you know, and a lot of hard work. Yeah. There's a, a lesson. A lot of people can learn from that. That's, that's like you say, it's a tough way to come, but you certainly appreciate it more. You've had five wins over here, Mark. And I remember all of them, but and there's some special ones, you know, winning at Mr. Palmer's place, winning at farmer's insurance. Is there anyone that stands out to you that you kind of treasure a little bit more than any of them? They're all. It's sort of hard to pick one out. I would, if I had to say one, 
I would probably say the Arnold Palmer Invitational. So the you know for the it's a invitational, very prestigious event. Um, a lot of great names on that trophy, but there's a lot of great names on all the trophies I've won. Um, but you know, it was the first event that I'd ever won that I. Um, it was my second win, but the first event I'd won that I had my kids there and my wife there. So that made it really special. Um, probably my most satisfying win um, was Tory Pines last year because I'd come so close there so many times. I'd had a couple of seconds and a lot of other top tens and had chances to win and never been able to finish it off. And I didn't play that great on that Sunday and, and still shot a really good score and won. So um, that was that was probably my most satisfying win. Um, but, you know, it's really hard to, to pick pick one out, but I'd, I wouldn't say the Arnold Palmer Invitational, yeah. You know, the tour changed over here a couple years ago, moved some things around for various reasons, and now it's almost beginning in March. We have a pseudo-major in the players, and then a, then a major every month, kind of leading it in, in through August. we got one coming up. Talk about what you do to get ready for this big one in uh, in little in southeast Georgia. Yeah, it's, um, you know, obviously the first major of the year uh it's the course that we everyone that's well everyone that plays there has played there before you know that course better than anywhere um because it's so penalizing if you if you do miss um your game's got to be right on and your mental game's got to be right on too um so for me you know i want my game to be sharp of course it always needs to be sharp at, at any event but i feel like i've got a pretty good routine week to week where i do maintain that pretty well I feel like it's more mental preparation for, for Augusta because of the, the prestige behind it. And it's a really um, mentally taxing week. You know, because every shot you feel like you could make a, a, a bogey or a double at any time or you could make a birdie or an eagle at any time. Um, so you have to, if you hit good shots, you're rewarded. If you hit poor shots, you're punished, which I love about it. But it's just a, particularly if you play well, it's just a very taxing week because there is a lot of media. Um, media buzz around it and a lot of um, you know you do have a lot of time on that stuff hopefully during the week so you want to be fresh and ready for that and hopefully that happens but if it does happen and you do play well you'll still want to be fresh Sunday afternoon so that's the key for me it's, it's really trying to relax this week make sure my game's in good in good spot particularly the short game and then um kind of just ease into the week i don't I, I don't get there too early anymore i used to get there sunday now i get there and, and play on sunday afternoon now i get there on sort of monday afternoon and um just because i know the course so well i, I don't feel like i need to wear myself out on monday tuesday wednesday is there any tweaking you'll do, Mark, with your equipment going into Augusta? I mean, when I was a kid in 1976, Ray Floyd won, and he did so putting a, I think it was a five-wood in his back, you know? And a couple of years ago, Phil carried a draw-bias driver and a regular driver. Is there anything that you, you see yourself doing different, or you kind of stick with what you got? I mostly stick with what I've got. Um, I'll probably take down, I've got, I'll use a utility three-iron, um, which helps get the ball up in the air a little bit higher. Um, I'd do last year's Masters I put a utility four iron in as well a 24 degree four iron um, which is a utility which came out like a six iron it was unbelievable but went as far as a four iron sort of um, which I really like so I'll probably take that down again Um, but apart from that I mean you pretty much know how the sand in the bunkers is going to be so I know which lob wedge I'm going to use 
I mean, I use the same driver and, you know, three wood hybrid every week. So, um, yeah, not too much tweaking, but just that, that utility four iron is a really handy club if you're, you know, particularly on um, on 13 and 15 mm-hmm. and uh, the fourth as well, the par three. So it comes in pretty handy on those those ones, particularly if the greens firm up. Well, Mark, we mentioned coming in that you're brought to us by your friends uh, and our friends at Callaway Golf. Talk about that relationship a little bit and how that all came about and, and what they mean to you because uh, they're, they're a great group of people over there. Yeah, they are. Um, at the end of 2015, I started trying new equipment. felt like I needed a change, um, and I hit the Callaway driver, and I said to my agent, Bud, I said, uh, Bud, we're using Callaway next year. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really simple as that. So uh, I just fell in love with the driver, um, and then everything else was, you know, I'd never really tried it before. Um, I tried it, and it was just such an easy transition because everything seemed like it was better. Uh, the driver was more forgiving. The irons were felt great and come out nice and high with, with enough spin. And, you know, the ball was awesome. That was actually probably my favorite part about the whole switch was, was the golf ball, um, which surprised me the most because I'd been playing a different company's ball for my whole career and kind of never, ever tried anything else because I thought everything else was, was not as good. And then I tried the Callaway ball and it was, um, it was better, so it was. It was just. It was a really, really easy transition, which was, which was a nice. Uh, I won't say surprise, but I thought it might have taken me a few months to get into it, but it, it was really quite easy. Yeah, they say you're playing the new Chrome Soft X LS ball. Go, go a little bit deeper into that, Mark. I mean, that's a huge change when you're changing balls. Talk about what this ball does for you, that the performance of it, and why you like it so much. So I'm a really high spin player. Um, I hit my irons quite hard a lot of the time. I don't really, I mean, I can hit it, you know, the, the off-speed ones, taking the spin off, and in the wind I do that quite a lot. But I feel like a lot of the time, and a lot of the courses we play on, we need to be able to stop it on the green um, because they do get quite firm. So I like to hit my irons quite hard, which increases spin. Um, when you increase spin, the wind affects the ball too much, and I was spinning just the normal Chrome Soft X a little bit too much. I wasn't using that ball, but when I, when I tried to change that ball, I was spinning it too much, um, which is a pretty good problem, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but but I, So they made a ball for me uh, that was just let, less spin off the driver, less spin with the irons, but they put a softer cover on it. So when you hit that half shots and the, the pitch shots from you know, 30, 40, 50 yards, um, it still has that, that you can still rip it and still get that what I call it that zip um, so I can still stop it on the greens with half shots which is which is how I fit a golf ball if when they give me a golf ball the way I test it is I'll just hit a 30 40 50 yard pitch shot and if it doesn't spin its head off on the green I pretty much don't um, I won't go any foot further than that so I can do that with this ball yet it spins fairly low with particularly the full wedges, which I like because when you hit a hard pitching wedge or a hard sand wedge, you don't want it to spin off the front of the green. Um, but like I said, when you hit the half shots, you, you do want it to spin. So they've done a really good job with that, and um, it's, it's very hot off the driver too. So it was um, they improved it for me. Uh, it's probably not a ball for everybody, but it's definitely worth trying because it's, um, it's a – yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it. I started using it uh, in Maui and um, you know, played – 
finished fourth in um, fourth at the Sony the second week. I think I finished 20th at Maui, but that was a good week to test it because it was so windy. And, um, you know, that's what I look for in a ball as well, that it can, doesn't get knocked around by the wind too much. Last question on equipment, Mark. Talk about your putter. I, think, I believe you're in the white hot, correct? Yes, I'm in the new white hot with the, the red shaft in it, the stroke lab. Uh, I'm not sure what it, whether it's stiffer or, or weaker than what my old shaft was, but the feel is improved in it. You can, it feels like the ball stays on the face for a long time and you can really, really feel it. Um, I'm using a mid-slant neck with just a, I think it's a, it's a, they call it a wide head, one wide um, I put no no lines or not, not, I put my own dot on it with a sharpie actually because I like a tiny tiny dot. Um, I don't like anything kind of disrupting the look of the putter, and also don't use a, a line on my ball. So it's um, that's probably fairly rare for for a tour player. But um, yeah, I was going to say you're one of the few that don't, huh? Yeah, no, no line, no ball. Just go on um, go on feel and. Um, it's been working really well. I put that in, I believe, in Maui also. So it was a new ball and a new putter in Maui. Um, and, it's yeah, it's, it's been working. So uh, looking to uh, hopefully hold a lot of putts at Agatha. Mark, before we let you go, I want to uh, ask you about your foundation, the Begin Again Foundation. You and your wife, Audrey, started that a few years back. Share with us a little bit about that because this is really some really good stuff that I was reading about. Yeah, it is. It's um, so we we started the Begin Again Foundation. Uh, it's actually six six years this week um, that my wife got uh, sepsis and toxic shock syndrome. Um, we got told she wasn't going to make it and uh, wasn't going to survive, and she um, she did somehow. Uh, and then because of that, you know, she really felt like she survived for a reason, um, and that was to to help people. So. We started the Beginning End Foundation. I believe we've helped over 5,000 families um, in the last five and a half years that we've, we've been up and running. Uh, it's, we have a golf day every year. Um, the, it's called Birdies and Beers this year. We just changed the, changed the name. Um, but, it's, yeah, it's, just a, it's, a, it's a cause that's really close to our heart. Um, we're really passionate about it. and You know, we just want to get the awareness out there of what sepsis is because if you do know the symptoms, it's very, very treatable and quite easily treatable. But if you don't know the symptoms, you might think you have the flu and you go to bed and you don't wake up the next morning. So it's worth looking up the symptoms of sepsis and how you can get it. It's a blood infection. Um, just so if you do, you know, if you do happen to even think you have it, um, it really knowing the symptoms could save your life. And we have saved, you know, we've got a lot of emails off people saying, you know, because of you guys, my best friend had the symptoms and, we took her to the ER. She had sepsis, but they treated it, and she was discharged the next day. Um, so it's just, you know, look, feel like, you know, we're making a difference, and, um, you know, it feels good to help people. So uh, we're, we're doing that. And the website's pretty simple, right? Beginagainfoundation.com, where you can find out more information? Correct. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, yeah, jump on there and check it out, Just even if it's just to, to uh, you know, see, see the symptoms and, um have a look around and see some of the families we've helped. And it's, uh, yeah, pretty uplifting. It's very, it's very, very moving. Mark, thanks so much, man. I know you're busy for carving some time out for us. How about some final words for our listeners as we close in on Augusta? And we'll be pulling for you for sure. No worries. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Uh, 
excited for, for next week. It's a big week, taking the family down there. So uh, looking forward to having fans back and hopefully sliding onto that on that green jacket on Sunday night. Yeah, you'll have a bunch of worldwide golf fans pulling for you, Mark, for sure. Thanks so much for doing it, man. Great catching up with you. Hopefully we can do it again down the road sometime. All the best. Yeah, thank you. You too. No worries. Thanks. PGA Tour veteran Mark Leishman. Five wins in his career so far in the PGA Tour, and I say that so far because I know there will be more. And uh, what a great guy. He's a hard one not to root for. Uh, Brought to us by our friends at Callaway Golf. And as he mentioned, give that Callaway Chrome Softball a try. He's got the new ball. Put it in play at Sony. It really, really likes it. He's got the Chrome Soft XLS. But get fit for that right Chrome Softball that uh, will fit your game. Well, special thanks go all the way around the table. First of all, our friends at Callaway Golf for putting it together. Mark's agent, Bud Kreiders, who was listening in on the call as well. And then Mark Leishman, the man himself, And then, of course, to you, our listeners. And we'll do it again next time. We have another episode of the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast here at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone.